Hello, sports and spaghetti listeners. This episode has been brought to you by Underground's Record Cafe. Go get some breakfast or lunch and some records only at Underground's Record Cafe, 206 Main Street, Oakville, Connecticut. And find them on Instagram at Underground's Record Cafe. Now, on to the episode. There we go. Hey, this is Sports and Spaghetti featuring Steve Wasserman. Oh, and you know something? There are talks. <laughs> there have been talks. Hold on. We're going to get a copyright <laughs> strike real quick. There have been talks of a Steve Wasserman sighting on the 19th of February at WXCI. Hold on here. Be nice. Wow. This is great, Ant. Oh, oh. This it, doesn't is, want, it doesn't want to play. This is so good. It doesn't want to play, Chris. There you go. And we're good. They know who's back. Can't be over 10 seconds. Uh, that's the producer. Can't be over 10. Wasserman might be back. He might be. He's talking about taking a job in Ohio. I swear to God. And, uh, Maybe he and the manager really hit it off. I love you. Oh, my God. No, Wasserman might be there. Uh, yeah, before we even get started, check us out. Ant and I um, and Kyle, you're not going to be awake at that hour, Nick. What hour? At, at 8 o'clock on President's Day? That's not true. Are we going to the gym? Probably not because I have to be in Reading, Connecticut to pick Kyle up at like six thirty. Then I probably won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try, I'll try. If you can make it, then I'll come try. on. Come through. Eight o'clock WXCI on uh on February nineteenth. That's a Monday. We got the same slot as last year. That was the the one that started everything. Um me Aunt, and Kyle will definitely be there. And uh, we'll be talking sports this time instead of reminiscing the whole time because now it's just regular. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely regular. Let's see if we can get a let's see if we can get a coker. And just uh, can just, we get coker? Just him to say storm that ship and then walk out. Yeah, I'll see if we can get a guest spot. What? You... Where's Benny? Where's Where's Benjamin? Benjamin, he's been gone. He's coming in now. He's been gone. <laughs> anyway, it's sports and spaghetti. We've had fun. We got to cook uh, a meal together. Um, we went south of the border for this one, Anthony. Uh, we went south of the border. Um, There's no such thing as a border anymore. Continue. That's true. Open, baby. I, I am. I am not in pol- this kitchen. I am not getting political. This kitchen. Uh, it it this, is fine. It looks kitchen. like you just dropped him like he was like a dead cow. This kitchen has no borders, Chris. That's right. Uh, and one of my favorite things to cook is uh, Hispanic or um, uh, any kind of Latin American food uh, is like my favorite thing to cook. It really is because there's so much flavor in it. And uh, and I learned, I learned how to cook partially because of uh, uh, some of my friends from Ecuador that I worked at Desert Moon with, they taught me so much. They taught me how to make what we made tonight. So before we get into that, I just want to talk. You mentioned you like cooking Hispanic food and why you like it. 
Now, the reason I'm not the biggest fan is because all the flavors just kick you in the face. And I'm a big layer guy. So I like making this as your base layer. Then you got a little bit of this and you build it up. And then this is why it tastes like that. And then it doesn't taste great. And then you add a pinch of salt and you're like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. Now, this is a punch in the gut of flavor. It's like, boom, cumin, boom, chili power, boom, papikria, boom, pepper. It's like everything's spicy thrown at you. Now, this was the recipe from Desert Moon. Uh, We did tacos tonight. We did finally a taco night. I don't know how we went almost a year without a taco night. I'm bewildered at that. I've had tacos here several times uh, since we started this podcast. We also haven't had a chicken parm episode. That's that in could the, be that's the one the, year. That's in the works. She's she's down. That's right. Yeah? Very good. Yeah. Chicken parm. Chicken parmies. Yeah. That could be my weekly taste test, too. Chicken par- Oh yeah, you'll like chicken parm. That's going to be that's going to be a barberry house ep- episode. That is going to be a easy easily the best thing you try. I guaranteed. Overdid it? Yes. It's go- because I'm talking about you. Now, my uh, mom's mac and cheese is is as good as it gets for mac and cheese, but chicken parm you're going to love that. Well, I like pasta and cheese, and I like chicken and cheese separate. So I don't know if I'll like uh, the chicken and cheese together. It's another instance where the cheese isn't acting as a cheesy thing. No. It's almost a texture thing. Uh, it's It gives it a depth of flavor. It's it's tremendous. It's to die for. Anyway. Yeah. We made tacos. <laughs> I made the carne asada uh, that we usually put on the steak. At Desert Moon, and instead of that, we put it on ground beef tonight. The mouse was craving ground beef tonight, uh, and that can only mean one thing: um, all is not as it seems. Um, it's not an official announcement, but you know, whatever. She, well, <laughs> there's the mouse. We only have a few more of those. Yes. I got to start being nice. You do. In three weeks from Certain now. Certain point, I got to start being at nice. At the middle of yeah. the road, you got to yeah. start transferring to, it's okay. She'll get around here. She'll go from <laughs> to, to, <laughs> not much, but a little bit of an update. A little bit of an upgrade from the crow to the clapping. Um, She was craving the ground beef, so we made ground beef tacos. It was nice to do it instead of ground turkey, which is what I've been doing for the last months whenever I've made anything. Um, Ground beef just has so much more flavor to it. It's just plain and simple. You could dress up turkey however you want, seven ways to Sunday. But at the end of the day, it's a turk. It's a turkey at the end of the day. I was uh, in Hilton Head for tennis. Um, I tried ground chicken tacos. It was trash. I hated ground chicken. Well, especially if it was ground chicken breast. Again, it's it's the same as ground turkey. It's going to be so dry. It the ground beef lets out the oils. Yeah. Then you get the with the dry chicken, you get it it's dry, then you have to start trying to build it with a sauce and then you need exactly. this and then you need that and then the next thing you know, it's a massive taco whereas these were just I mean, it was ground beef, some spices, some cilantro, bam, done. Well, we didn't have a, you know, like, cook. It was our uh, our coaches, like, made it for a dinner night for us. Like, they were treating us to a dinner that they were making. 
Well, violates the NCAA rules. Sorry. Literally fired, gone. It was yeah. Oh, why they made? Well, I could see why they, they did both. chicken. They and you did chicken. I had both. I tried. I tried one of each. I tried a ground chicken and a ground beef. And ground beef was typical, and then the ground chicken was trash. That's that's what you would expect. I mean, I can make the ground turkey taste good, but not as good as that. Not as good as you can make ground beef taste. It's just really hard. That was delicious. Uh, uh, again, it was the recipe from Desert Moon. Um, I save a lot of the recipes from there. The best recipe there, and I got to make it, it just takes time. It takes a while, is the mild salsa from there. I have the recipe. I have a picture of it. it it's the best salsa. Their mild salsa is my favorite thing. I don't know if you, you were trying to scam me or what, but I'm going to expose you here. You, you, I noticed you put vegetables in the ground beef, and that, that, that was to not my liking. There, there was no scam. That is the recipe. In the ground, have you ever had ground beef tacos from Desert Moon? No, I always got the chicken. Okay. Well, if you had the ground beef tacos from Desert Moon, you'd see that there were onions in it. You'd see that there was cilantro in it. You'd see that there was everything that was just in that because I made the same thing. No, I know, but to my defense, uh, you know, you didn't tell me, and also I feel like you purposely didn't tell me. Absolutely not. I, no. If I if I thought that there was going to be a problem, I would have told you. Well, I don't like onions. But they, it's not tasting like onions. It's not about it's not about the taste; it's about the texture, and I can I can. That not, is absolutely ridiculous for no, you I to. Swear, to I, I can feel the texture when I'm biting down on of the onion. But that swear to God, to be truthful, to be fair, again, if you went to really any Mexican restaurant or Latin American restaurant, that's what the ground beef would have. One hundred percent, I agree. Yeah. So it wasn't that I was trying to bamboozle you. No, I, I know say. you were trying to make a, a it was just official recipe, yeah, an yeah. authentic recipe. But I, I feel like you would have known that I wouldn't have appreciated the onions in there. I, I guess I could have told you, oh, Nick, there's onions in here. Do you want me to pick around them? But they were again, they were within it. But you also ate cilantro tonight, which I can't take out of it. Well, because... I don't mind the cilantro because it doesn't add texture. But the onion has check texture that I don't like. Is that the same reason why you don't like the the onion in the sauce? In the tomato sauce? Exactly. Like, I don't mind the taste of onions, really. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't eat a raw onion, but... Right. You know, I, I it's would, just the but... texture. And, um... No, I'm not mad at you. It still tasted fine, but it's just, like, when I bit down, like, uh, it, like, squirted it, it out, you know? Like, kind of almost when you bite into a lemon, almost. A little. Is that why it wasn't gas? You're correct. 100%. Because the beef was fine, and the, the taco was fine, and the chulu was fine. Right. I mean, it was all, other other than the, the onion, it was what you would expect. But no, y what you get at a Mexican restaurant is the onion in the ground beef. And the reason why is because if you have onion, or sorry, if you have like the yellow rice. Yeah. Have you ever had the yellow rice? I, I've, I've had rice, yeah. I'm no, I'm fan. saying, have you ever had the yellow rice from, from Desert Moon? From Desert Moon, no, from Salsa no, Fresca, no, from any no, of those places. No. So if you have the yellow rice from there, that also has onion oh, in yeah. it. It also has it has mirepoix, which is uh, onion, carrot, celery. Yeah. Um, it has that in a mix, and it also has uh, chopped onions in it. Mm. And 
and you could get one in there once in a while. It it's in a lot of yeah Hispanic food: onion, garlic, cilantro. It's like well, a thing. Maybe I just assumed you to know this about me, but at Kiwi, that's the reason I don't eat uh, tacos on Taco Tuesday. It's because they get it from uh, Las Manitas. Yes, Las Manitas. They have all more than onions in it. They have the peppers. They have everything in there. Right, so, so I, I I just eat a bagel that day. And sometimes in that in that rice and in that ground beef, but especially in the rice, they have the big chunks of the uh, of the pepper. Yeah, yeah. No, you could like see to, the to pe- the point yeah. where it's like, why is there a a, a hunk of green pepper in my yeah. rice? And and they only do hard shell there, so I'm not a big hard shell fan. We had no, soft shell tonight. The- I don't even think the people knew that. Yes, they were soft shell tacos. Yeah. I don't like hard shell tacos at all. It, it honestly makes it a pain to eat more than anything. It makes it a pain. Like it well, all falls know, apart. And... You can never eat one without it falling yeah. apart. By the time you bite twice into it, it's like a sandwich. Yeah, it's just it's it's that's my biggest problem. But I, I like the taste of the soft shell better too. Honestly. It's good. so you would uh, again, if it weren't for the cheese, you would like quesadillas because that's the soft shell, and that's what I get at camp on those taco days. Oh, yeah? I get three or four quesadillas, dip them in salsa, call it a day. Honestly, I think I'd like, I think I would like quesadillas. I really do, because I like grilled it's cheese, like a, and it's I a like grilled pizza. Cheese. It's, like, yeah. In my mind, there's really no difference, in it's my a, opinion, unless there's like vegetables and stuff. Nope. Like that, but. In a cheese quesadilla, or a chicken and cheese quesadilla, Nick, yeah. It's like a grilled cheese, except it's it's a taco base, a soft shell taco smush. Yeah, you'd like that's that one for item sure. I think I'd like. And we talked about the other one was meatballs. I th- I think I'd like meatballs, or at least I wouldn't mind them. You'd like a meatball, yeah. but again, again, a meatball. You want to talk about onions and garlic? A meatball almost always has chopped onion. In really? It. Yes, and chopped garlic. Now the garlic but can, kind of but, melts itself. But yeah, can you feel it when you bite into it, or is it just a taste? Because if you can't really feel when you're biting into it, then I don't mind. But well, because the outside of a meatball gets a sort of brown, it it, it gets brown and, and not hard, but it's got a texture yeah. there. No, you don't really taste the onion tech, or you don't feel the onion texture too too much. Well, I'm thinking of like a meatball sub, and uh, aren't those usually like in marinara sauce and stuff? So like. Yeah. Yeah. With the sauce and everything yeah. on it. No, it would be hard to taste the yeah. onion. And you're supposed to cut the onions very fine. Mm. With this dish that we made with the tacos, it's just a rough chop. Yeah. I didn't use any precision with cutting the onion because, again, with Mexican cuisine and Hispanic cuisine, it's kind of just about the flavor. Yeah. You yeah. want more flavor, so big chunks, little chunks, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But, no, that's good stuff. See, I, I miss talking about food this is great we get yeah, to talk I'm, yeah. you're, I'm explaining to you about food yeah well anthony knows mostly what you would have to say i don't i'm uh, right I'm no and this is great because we're telling the people that might have a question how did no, you make that I, for real because like picky eaters or honestly i feel like more than just picky eaters would know that like dipping a chip in salsa and not scooping just dipping like i feel like that's more popular than you would think I think like, isn't so. that what Sabrina does? Yeah. I mean, I, I know I, I compare I myself be, to a two-year-old. I, I got to be honest with you, though. She 
is not afraid to try things. Nick, I was cutting raw onions when we were making the meatballs earlier this week yeah. or late last week. And she helps us now every time. She helped tonight. Yeah. Um, and she just took a piece of raw onion and threw it in her mouth and ate it. She didn't take it out of her mouth. She ate the whole thing. That's crazy. She I mean, like, I've had a raw onion before, though. I, You know, I do have a question now that we're talking about meatballs, though. Yeah. How does it compare to, like, a hot dog? Because I cannot stand hot dogs. How, How does a meatball compare to a hot dog? Yeah, like, texture-wise and taste-wise. Is it very different? Not at all. It, it's very different. They are not at all similar. Okay. okay. A hot dog, and this still is re- re- uh, relevant because we're talking about the onions. Yeah. Here. A hot dog is processed meat. Yeah. It's 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 processed meat and it's not always the best parts. Yeah. No, clearly. Of, of an animal. Yeah. Um there's a reason why some a lot of brands say there's no fillers. Yeah. Because that used to be a thing. I'm pretty sure they're all no fillers now, but again they're not It's not like a beef hot dog is not like a g- ground beef into a log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pushed together and put together a certain way. Meatballs are ground meat. <laughs> so they're me. more like ground beef in a it, sense. It, it's ground it well, is. so meatball mix traditionally is is uh is beef, veal, pork. Oh. Okay. Uh, but I would never cook with veal. Yeah. That's just a thing I have. Yeah. Uh, I'm not cooking a baby cow. I refuse. Yeah. Um I can't do it. Melissa would never <laughs> God. Yeah. But anyway, a meatball is so much more than that. It's it's meat, it's Parmesan cheese, it's salt, pepper, garlic, breadcrumbs, egg. Uh, not eggs, yeah, but the yeah. egg binds yeah, it yeah. together. Uh, olive oil, basil, parsley. Like, it's all these things and then cooked. We're talking about the difference between a hot dog and a meatball. So, so would, for, for non-foodies. So would you say that a meatball is more like biting into a hamburger? Absolutely. Okay, so Absolutely. I, I will probably like a, a meatball. It tastes like... It, it tastes like a hamburger if it's plain. Yeah. It tastes like a like a, a well dolled up seasoned yeah, hamburger. Yeah. The point of the meatball is to have it ensconced yeah. in marinade. What a, what a word right there, ensconced. To have to have it enveloped in in tomato sauce. Yeah. With and you could even finish them cooking with a sauce that's cooking for a long time. That's a Grammy did. Oh, she put them in the sauce. The meat sauce? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'll give the mic back to Anthony, but hey, when you want a review on the mac and cheese, let me know. You guys keep talking about onions. We tried mac and cheese today as Nikki's next food. Um, It was not just any mac and cheese. It was my mother's, our mother's mac and cheese, TT's mac and cheese. She's not my mom, but at this point, kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anthony also tried it for the first time. I did. But this is not Anthony's segment. This is the Nikki. This is the Nikki time because he's the one that's never had a bite of mac and cheese in his life. I had to say before we did this whole thing, I was like, I might watch somebody dislike mac and cheese for the first time ever. It's just. You want to explain to the listeners how you've never had something <laughs> as fundamental as macaroni and cheese? 
I mean, first and foremost, I, I'm really not a cheese fan. I only like cheese on pizza. And that's fine. And maybe a grilled cheese on a certain day, but mostly only pizza. I don't like it on cheeseburgers. And mac and cheese is just the texture looked off. The way that people eat it look off. The way it sounds when people eat it looked off. And that's why I never tried it. It's just texture is a big thing for me and cheese. I'm not a fan of. So I, I never had a, a way to think that I would want to try it. So I never tried it. But today, I tried it. You did indeed. And I tried TT's, which I don't, you know, before I begin, I don't know if I would like Kraft more than TT's because, like, you, you know no how. Way. I, yeah, but you know, I have, a, I have a very simplistic taste factor. Like, I like Domino's pizza. Like, I would take Domino's pizza over a lot of authentic pizzas. <laughs> No, serious. That's who we're dealing serious. with. Hey, we're breaking them out little by little. Serious. No, but I don't even think that's a bad take, to be honest. But that's a different argument for a different time. So We could make so, this just about food. So Forget the Super Bowl so and say a, how ridiculous that statement was. So there's you a, can't just walk past that one. I am walking past it. So there's a chance that maybe I would like Kraft more than hers just because it tastes more uh, simple or whatever. I don't, I don't think know. it does. I think if you that mom's mac and cheese is as simple as it gets in terms of taste if you start getting into the box mac and cheeses yeah. that's where all the other ingredients are added really? all the additives mm. preservatives yes okay mom's is pretty plain and simple yeah it's not decorated okay. except by breadcrumbs yeah. which are are i think a necessary part melissa would disagree but, uh, no, I think it added to it. I do think. I, the, I think I liked them. Every part that the mac and cheese has is simple that mom makes. There's nothing fake in there. And so. That's true. I think it, that is a very hard mac and cheese to top. Okay. Well, either way, uh, I liked it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Is it something that you would ever eat again? Probably not. I, I, I don't think I would eat it for dinner if, if it was made on that night. I don't think I would. Just because I, I, for, like, something cheesy, it was good. But I just, I don't like cheese. I and really you also don't. have a lactose intolerance. Well, yeah, yeah, that's another, like, that's why I avoid cheese a lot of the times, too. But and So you, you have a reason not to devour an entire of bowl course. like Sabrina does every time she's over. Of course, but that doesn't mean I don't like the taste of things because I'll down a milkshake in two seconds if you give me a vanilla milkshake. Those are gas. <laughs> and then but, you pay for it yeah. dearly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. But Or ice cream. I'll eat ice cream all day. I'm oh. not going non-dairy ice cream. Are you kidding me? But Sometimes you got to take the bullet. Yeah, exactly. But the mac and cheese, it was good. And like it was, it would be in a category where it's like I sort of liked it and I can understand why someone would love it. Yeah. But I'm not a big cheese fan. So I didn't love it. That's high praise, though, for mom. She should she should take that as a huge compliment. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. She should because it was way better than sweet potato. It was a million times better than the orzo. <laughs> it was probably a little worse than lemon chicken just because, you know, I well, love lemon chicken. Chicken's and lemon good. chicken's simple and easy. and You know, I like it. But it was good for what it was. I, wow. That's a nice, honest review. And not to mention... You've now tried three new foods in three weeks. It's true. And it'll keep rolling along as the weeks go on. And you're just going to keep 
expanding your palate and you're going to find something that you've never had that you end up really liking. Yeah, we were just talking about, uh, Ann wasn't here when we were talking about it, but quesadillas and meatballs were things yeah, that I are... think I might like if I were to try it. But Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. There you go. Oh, and chicken parm we were talking chicken about chicken parm. Yeah. So there's three things there yeah. that you, and so it's great that now you're are starting to have more of an open mind about it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so if you're picky and you haven't tried mac and cheese, give it a try. It's not it's not as scary or bad as you think. What an endorsement that was! Did you just hear that? That was, that was huge. That was we big. We need to save that audio. <laughs> what an endorsement. Try it, he said. It's not as bad as you might think. I don't even think the pickiest eater hates mac and cheese. I think that's just you, but that's okay. That was major progress today, my friend. Very good. Anthony. Christopher. Tell us about your break. About my break? <laughs> I, I had to use the restroom. <laughs> Is that all you'd like? I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm just in attack mode today. Yeah. Well, like, why, don't, why don't you attack this next segment that you didn't prepare for? Oh, this is an off-the-cuffer. So the next, the next segment, Mr. Walker is going to attack instead of me and my movements. <laughs> is, is now the good, the bad, and the end. Eh. This is in no particular order. All right. Well, I'm a little bit more prepared than you might think for this because I had some time to think. Um, the good is not a sports one. Um, and I, I, like I said, this is my segment. It's been going on for uh, since like 2015. And uh, that's nine years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> nine years ago that this segment started. Um with a hiatus in between. But anyway, this is a non-sports one. The good of the week is my class. My class is the good of the week, not because I've got friends that that think that they're in outer space, not that I have friends that don't know how to write their name still after a hundred school days. We have a helicopter pilot in your class after today. Yeah, <laughs> we sure do. And... Um, you know, it's not that. No, my class gets the shout out for making it through a hundred days with me as their teacher, and they still trust me and they still like me for some reason. Um, it's been a fun hundred days with five year olds, um, and there's eighty left. Shout out to Mr. Walker's class. Um, you know something actually cool that I'm going to be starting has nothing to do with sports, has everything to do with Harry Potter, which I know, see, I got his eyes, I got his attention with the Harry Pot. Um, my class from last year, shout out Felipe, um, has been asking me to, to start back up reading Harry Potter where we left off last year. I left off 88 pages short of finishing the fourth book with them. And so I'm going to be starting doing that next week. I'm going to be recording it and sending them the link. How cool is that that they asked me to do that again? That's super cool. That's super cool. I had a few of them ask me to do it, and so I said, you know what? I'll do it. I'll send it. Whoever wants to watch it can watch it. Whoever doesn't want to, take a hike. I don't care. Uh, so my class is the good from this year and last year. Here's the bad. You ready for this one, Nick? Nikita Kucherov is the bad. That's right. I'm throwing shade. I'm throwing nah. shade at Nikita Kucherov. I know where you're going with this, but I'll let you finish before I, I chime in. If you're going to not try at the All-Star festivities, which is a huge joke, I might I must say, I'm not taking the angle you're going to. I think I am. 
if you're going to not try, at least make it less obvious that you're not trying because you've got the league talking about a possible suspension out of this because he's not trying at the All-Star game or in the skills competition. This was the first All-Star game and skills competition that I ever didn't watch since I've got into hockey. You know why I didn't watch it? Because the way it was advertised was just so awful. I didn't want Bieber all over the All-Star game. I didn't want the other ones all over the All-Star game picking teams. I I didn't like that. I didn't like how it was Batmaned up, if you will. Batman wanted to make it cool. He thinks he's cool. He he's cool as in like 1987. Cool. Uh, it wasn't cool. It was terrible. I think the ratings were among the worst ever for an All Star game. Uh, the the All Star game itself, I couldn't tell you the score. I know the Metropolitan Division won because it was on the Islanders' Instagram. Uh, usually, I'm so excited about the All Star game, and I didn't watch any of the weekend this year. Um, and Nikita Kucherov is the bad because he didn't try so hard that he had people calling for a suspension. It was such an abominable performance by him that he's the bad this week. It was so bad. Listen, man. I, I don't want to hear about no, how no, good he no, is. No, listen, man, listen. I understand where you're coming from, but I think at best it's an eh. Because, listen, no, listen, listen don't shake your head. I, I, It's an eh for two reasons. One of them you just went through. It was one of the worst all-star events in the history of all-star events in any sport. It was terrible all the way around. Why would he want to be there for all that? For all the reasons you already stated. But also, another reason, which you might not even know about, but I was reading all about this too. He was doing it almost in protest of... Something with Russia. I, I didn't read all the details. Because Russia is not being allowed to participate yes, in yes, the Olympics. Yes, that's get, what it take was. Take your protest elsewhere. This is America uh, no. and Canada. Okay, fine, whatever. Take but, your but protest tell me back this. to tell me, Vlad. Tell me this. Tell me this, because this is what happens in the NBA. Don't come for This me. is what happens in the NBA, too. What happens if he says, okay, you know what? I don't want to go to the All-Star game. What happens if he does that? You get a one-game suspension. Okay. Oh, Ovechkin's done it, like, every year. Okay. So, he went, so he didn't get his game suspension, and he didn't really care, because he didn't want to be there. I mean, how can you call that bad? I mean, A, it's I, bad. I agree with. I didn't want to cut you off. You could have just finished. No, we I, need a third mic here. We do. We need that set up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on Nikki's side with this. I think, Of course you are. I think, listen, why are you going to risk something for an All-Star game that means nothing? It wasn't the game. It was the skills competition. Okay, if, the only player that's ever gotten hurt during the skills competition is Rick DiPietro. Okay, what if he goes balls to the wall and something happens and he blows out a knee? Barzell did, and he didn't blow out a knee, and he should have won the speed skating competition because McDavid cheated. And he didn't, and guess what? Nobody cares, and it doesn't matter. I think all-star games have become a joke. I think what ne- needs to happen is what the NFL has done. Um, where they do the games, they do the. Uh, it would be cool to see like the linemen do the bench press again, but like they do like a tug of war and an accuracy competition, fun stuff because you're not going to get hurt. You know, Sean Taylor is laying out punters, 
which was great. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. But the All-Star games have become a joke. They mean nothing, especially if you're going to make them fan vote. Like, brother, this is my gripe. You know, I have a little thing for him. Brock Faber did not make an All-Star game. Brock Faber should have made the All-Star game. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with him being one of your favorite players. He's one of the best defensemen in the NHL. Certainly one of the top defensemen in the Western Conference. And, and why did he not make the All-Star game? Because Minnesota is garbage this year. If you're going to make it a fan vote and a popularity vote, do not call it an All-Star game. Your All-Star game should be your All-Stars. The first team All-AFC and the first team All-NFC should be your quote-unquote captains. And then it should be it should be a team and player voted system. There's no AFC and NFC. I'm talking about I'm talking about like an uh, NFL oh. in general, Pro oh. Bowl, I guess. But that's my thing is like you're not what it, the fan vote because there's a fan vote in every single one of them it means nothing. Like you get you you look at the the accuracy competition this year. Who was it? Tua, C.J. Stroud, somebody else. Brother Dan Orlovsky would have won it if Dan or, Dan Orlovsky ran through the drills. He would have won the accuracy competition. Geno Smith was one of them. Like. What are you doing? I understand you're not going to have the two Pro Bowl or the two Pro Bowl quarterback or the two Super Bowl quarterbacks play, but like, dude, what are you doing? Like, Geno Smith and Tua are all like, no, like, no. Especially in the NFL, where one of the Hall of Fame requirements is you need to make a Pro Bowl. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You have something? I do. While we're on the subject of All-Star Games, because, you know, you brought this up. Listen. I'm ready to move on, though. Wait, wait, yeah, because you know you're wrong. With the NBA as well, Jalen Brunson not being a starter is terrible. He is not starting over Dame, who's only in it because he's on a winning team. Jalen Brunson has outperformed in every aspect. But people have also been talking about replacements. And Trey Young, who has averaged the most points, assists, steals, and efficiency out of all point guards, and is not making it just because his team is trash. That is terrible. I mean, then then in the NHL, to bring it back to the sport that yeah, I course. was talking of about, course. that I brought this up about. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Jeremy Swayman won the fan vote, and he's not even the starting goalie on the Bruins. It's terrible. <laughs> Wait, d- didn't I saw someone made it. One of the goalies made it. That like, I swear he's been trashed this year. Like Sorokin? No, not not Sorokin. Who's the Who's the Rangers goalie? Igor Shesterkin, and yeah. he has not been good. Yeah, he in the why did he game. make it? He won the fan vote. Yeah, see, it's ridiculous. He's how been... is that all star? It, it is popularity contest. It's ridiculous. All right, ready for? But your... I don't blame Nikita. I couldn't say this as the bad. It would have to be the eh. Sorry, Dad. Tottenham Hotspur is the end this week. And the reason why is because they drew on Saturday to a team in relegation. They dropped two huge points to Everton. Wow, that's bad. Richarlison scored both goals for Tottenham. Great for Richarlison because he struggled for so long to score uh, for the Spurs. He has been one of their only producers, though, regardless. Yes, he really has. Uh, he's been great this season. Uh, however, Tottenham had the chance to win the game, but in the 94th minute, um, 
it was tied up by Everton, and yeah. you just cannot do that. I don't care where it is. I know Everton was home. Um, that was a massive point for Everton. Yeah, and and it's an eh. The that's the only reason why Kucherov was not the eh. That's fair. It was because Tottenham didn't lose the game. Now, if they it's lost true. the game, yeah. they're the bad yeah. automatically. Yeah. Um, had my sights on that game, and I was like, Yeah, Dad. No, and I, I to go back to your point, I don't con- like completely disagree with Kucherov being bad. Because I do think that it, that's embarrassing and that's that's wrong. Right, it just is, because it just the fans really are look- there to see you play. Like it's not about you, really. It's about the fans, right? But I, I I understand why, in a sense. So that's why I think it's an A. But I don't think it's good. No, no chance. It's good what he's doing. But uh, yeah, Tottenham definitely not good. Uh, that, no, definitely not a good result. And a team that's in the very bottom of the Champions League standings yeah. and fifth in the Premier League, they need every point they can get too. And it's just not, you know, it's just not an ideal look. So that was in no particular order. Um, I actually went in order. This you, time. Did, you did, you did. But I, I rarely do. You rarely so do, So that's yeah. why it's in no particular yeah, order. Enough. Yeah, Um. So why don't we move on to... Um, our Super Bowl, yes, uh, which is Sunday. I know it's a Thursday night that we're doing this. This episode will come out on Friday. Uh, yeah. It's like staring us right in the face now. Yeah, yeah. We usually do this on Tuesday, so or Wednesday. Well, Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. Which is you know twenty four hours ago, and so it's yeah, twenty four hours of, closer, right? So we're you know we're three days out from the Super Bowl as we record this, three nights, and. Um, We've got a good matchup, Nick. We got the Chiefs. We, we got the 49ers. Uh, we've talked over the last two episodes about the Taylor Swift nonsense. I'm not going to go there tonight. Yeah. Um. It's been played out. We know all the variables, the flights, the graphs, yeah, the, yeah. the nonsense. Yeah. So let's talk about the football. I agree. What are your initial thoughts on this matchup? Just some thoughts. Well, my initial thoughts, uh, not statistic-wise, but fan-wise, is that I know this is the Super Bowl that a lot of people did not want. And Absolutely. I, I've heard a lot of people aren't going to be tuning in. They probably will. They will. But, you know, that's you what they're saying. You can't stay away. You can't uh, stay away. Yeah, it's, it's, when, it's like when people, you know, the new president gets elected and people say they're going to move out of the country. Exactly. They're, they're not You're going to watch the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to watch the Super Bowl. Because you like football. Exactly. And you want to see whichever team lose. But um, Even non-football fans watch the Super Bowl. It's the biggest sporting event of the year. Exactly. I think the 49ers are a stronger team uh, overall, but I think uh, it's so hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes in, in the playoffs and especially in the Super Bowl. He just seems to make it happen, man. It's That's what this team does. And, and we talked last week about them not having the edge against Baltimore yeah. in any facet of the game. It really no facet yeah, of the I game. Yeah, I mean, Lamar just won MVP, so you can't say quarterback is better. No, um, especially after the regular season Mahomes had. Receivers, no chance. Running backs, you could call it even. You could say it's even, right. Defense, even. you'd probably give to the Ravens, but it's pretty even. And O-line, you'd give to yeah. the Ravens, absolutely. Yeah, so. so, and and still, the uh, the Chiefs made them look terrible. Yep. I mean, Lamar sold hard in that game, but still, there's yeah. a reason why they won, and they deservedly are in the Super Bowl. And 
I think one of the fun storylines, at least uh, to take away from the Kelsey Swift nonsense, is Brock Purdy. I agree. Yeah. I mean, lost in all of this is the season that he's been able to put together. I know. And people are still counting him out. People are still discrediting him. him Still discrediting him. And he's in the Super Bowl. He, I remember um, just after Christmas, um, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, it had to have been that weekend uh, or so. They played, that was when they played the Cowboys, right? I think so. And they got throttled by the Cowboys. Yes. Like, they got absolutely yeah. torched, yeah. right? Yep. And Dak was back, and Dak yeah, this, and Dak yeah, that. Yeah. And Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy, you know, had to just recover. He had three tough yeah. weeks. And then, boom, now he's in the Super Bowl himself yep. as we welcome back Anthony to the booth. And the first shift or, change. The first or second, um, the first or second, um, Week that I was actually on the podcast, we we had the debate of whether Brock Purdy was a system quarterback or not, and I think at that point was when he was on his losing streak. He was on a bad skid, and we I I was personally against all the haters because he's been performing regardless. I, he has been. I know he has a good team. I know a lot of his passes are checkdowns, but he still finds him. He still makes it happen. He still gets through his reads and gets to the person that needs to get the ball. I flip flopped on Purdy a bunch on the on the pod. Yeah. You've heard me say it. Um, I've been, is he a game manager? Yes. Sometimes is that all you need? Yes. Yeah. Right now, the way the Forty ers roster is constructed, they can win with a game manager. The game can win with a game manager. Yeah. The way the Chiefs roster is constructed, they cannot win with no. a game manager. The way that. The Bills are constructed. They cannot win with a game manager. Exactly. The way that, you know, so I think it has to go with how you build the team because are you ready for the next, you know, the next thing you're going to hear eventually, right? Yeah. Is going to be, I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels. But the next quarterback for the Vikings, you know, they're going to get, they're going to get all that hate. Yeah. They're going to get, oh, he's a system quarterback, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, when that team has TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson, and Jordan Addison, and I think they're going to sign Saquon in the offseason. Big, big yeah, shocker. Yeah. What are you going to, like, I think a lot of people get hate, a lot of quarterbacks get hate for no reason. I agree. But in the same breath, too, cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. He's going to make it. He, he's in the Super Bowl. He might win the Super Bowl. So what if his team is good around him? It's exactly what I said to Chris when you were gone. Like, He's in the Super Bowl. He can't be that bad if he's in the Super Bowl. Not even that. It's if he's just good enough to win a Super Bowl. Awesome. He has a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, if listen, that's and that should be kudos to the 49ers upper, you know, upper management, yeah. general manager, the way they constructed the team, the way exactly. they coach. You're not you can't punish a guy for being put in a good system. You, you can't you know, you can't glaze a guy for being Unbelievable! Like you, like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes will be considerably the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Yeah, 100%. he. I think he would do that in with any weapons. We've seen it happen. Yeah, very similar to how Brady was doing it with 
granted, he had Randy Moss and Gronk, so yeah. generational people, but he was doing it with a lot less. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. No, I, I agree. Know. It's football is the biggest team sport, I think. So again, if you can construct a team somehow and stay under the cap and do all of these crazy, like jump through all these crazy hoops that NFL GMs have to jump through to build a team that can go out and win a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's five, two Islanders. He came in just to say that. Yeah. Um, if you can build a team that could win a Super Bowl with a quote unquote game manager quarterback, cool. Yeah. They don't have to win quarterback of the year. They don't have to win an MVP. Yeah. That the, give it one. to the executives and the GMs that made that decision. And yeah. because, Honestly. like, yeah, if you put Brock Purdy on the Chiefs, they probably might not even make the playoffs. Exactly. But if you put Brock Purdy on a lot of teams, they might not make the playoffs. And again, if you put any quarterback in the 49ers, they probably do well. I've said it. I said it before yeah. with that skid. I thought they were going to turn to Darnold, and I thought Darnold would have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but that doesn't mean the 49ers are bad, and that doesn't mean Brock Purdy's bad. No, it just means he's a serviceable quarterback in a very good situation. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Should he be an MVP consideration? No. No. Absolutely no. not. That is saved for your most valuable player. Again, we've talked about the MVP award on this show before. To me, the MVP is who was the most valuable to their team. Yeah. And, like, you rank that above it. So, and for me, that was Lamar, Mahomes, and CJ Stroud. I think the MVP this year, I think it should be CMC. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I was just talking about quarterbacks. But oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, another thing. that's sure. another thing is it's going to end up being a quarterback yeah. award anyway. But I think the most valuable player to their team is CMC. Like, you take CMC out of that offense. Oh, my God. Like, it's night and day different. It's not happening. You take, granted, yeah, you could take CJ Stroud and you could start Davis Mills. They're not going to be as great. They're still going to be decent. That defense played all right. There's some good weapons. They're definitely not making the playoffs. No. no. But I don't know. I don't know. That's that's football talk. Well, while we don't have Chris, you want to you wanna hit bet the rent a little bit? Talk about, yeah, talk, let's about do it. Our, talk about our parlays before Chris gets in here. Or do we want to wait for Chris's uh, reaction to hear how ridiculous we are? Honestly, we should I probably kinda wait. I kind of want to wait for yeah, the reactions. Yeah. Well, do you want to... You know, he asked me what my thoughts were on the matchup. So I, I told him that um, from a fan perspective, it's not what a lot of people wanted. It's not a fan favorite matchup. But I think it'll be a good game, and I'm excited to see it. I mean, I think a lot of things has been – it's been a full circle game, right? You you have this matchup four years ago, I think it was, three yep, or four years for ago. 2019, yeah. And, you know, you have the video of – Bosa crying on the sideline and Kittle being like, we're going to be back. Yeah, He's like, I'm yeah. making my mission. I will be back here. So that comes full circle, right? You have your whole rematch with a lot of the same players still there. Um, I think that's I think that's really cool. And again, it's like everybody's saying like this is the America lost Super Bowl. Yeah. Realistically, like, do we want to see another Chiefs Super Bowl? No. Do we want to see the storied franchise of the Niners who's like considered a super team to win? No. But at the end of the day, the two best teams are going to play. Exactly. And the two best teams are here. I agree. That's. I mean, would it have been cool to see the Lions play? Yes, the Lions would have gotten skunked. Yeah, 100%. And that's would why it, I kind of like, like this matchup because I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I mean, you can never – like, granted, I don't think the, the roster can – like, I don't think the roster talent – I think – San Francisco has the better roster top to tail, like yeah. unbelievable. But 
you know, it's Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in the playoffs. They make it happen. It's like every week, it's like, damn, they did it again. They always make it happen. It's It's true. Six, seven playoff games in a row, you're like, damn, they did it again. And that's why I can't bet against them this week. I can't, but I think I've, I've gotten to the point where my parlay, you'll hear in a little bit, I think it's pretty foolproof. So I think if you spend twenty dollars on two separate parlays, you're gonna win one of them. So let's hope. It's true. Um, you'll you'll hear it soon, uh, soon enough. But yeah. no, I think. Uh, who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? Yeah. I, want, I want San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I'm always big on. I like seeing new teams win it. I agree. Like dynasties are cool. Like obviously, like if it's your team, a dynasty is sick. But at the end of the day, like. It's cool to see new teams make the playoffs, new teams do this, do that, because the NFC has been stale for a decade. The NFC yeah. has been, who are the usual suspects? The Cowboys, the 49ers, yep. uh, the Seahawks have made it a lot, the Rams, the Packers. Like, Patriots. It's the, same, it's the same thing over and yeah. over. Testament to them, testament to those organizations, but still, it's nice to see other teams. I agree. So, Chris is back. You're going to hear our bet the rent parlays today. We wanted to wait for you, Chris. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to wait for you. This has been a revolving door tonight. Yeah, this is, I think this has been the most action in the in the in the podcast room <laughs> in a long time. That's okay. It's seamless transition. Yeah, check the work phone. Real RQ had to make sure. Uh, had to make sure we had some. Uh, I wasn't making any money real quick. C.J. Stroud won Rookie of the Year. Very nice. Over, uh, well over, deserved. Over Puka Nakua. He was second place. Deserved. Anyway, um, I'll wait. <laughs> we were kind of just talking about who we want to win the uh, Super Bowl. I said I want the 49ers. It's hard to bet against the Chiefs. What do you What do you think, Chris? I want the Chiefs to win, and I think the 49ers are going to win. So you're the opposite of me. Hmm. I don't like that. Because you being wrong is okay, but at what cost? Like, do I ooh, do I want the Chiefs to lose or Chris to be wrong more? And that's <laughs> and that's Hockham's razor. I <laughs> did I use that properly? I think okay, it is. okay, that's good. <laughs> I gotta make sure I. Use I that think right. that is. We got a minute. That okay. So Occam's Razor is actually the name of a song by Porcupine Tree. Shout out Stephen Wilson, Gavin Harrison, Richard Barbieri. Yes, I said Barbieri. Like spelled like me. Yes, and Colin Edwin. Um, also, um, uh, Randy McStein and Nate Navarro. Occam's Razor in a nutshell. Occam's Razor states that one should not increase beyond reason. The number of entities required to explain anything. All things being equal, the simplest solution is often the best one. The principle is attributed to the 14th century English okay. theologian, theologian William of Ockham. I was wrong. Whatever. I was just going to say it's like a double-sided. A t- double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah, that's what I went to, but Ockham's razor is pretty funny. I think that was a funnier myth. Yeah, it's, it, I guess. I guess. I'm glad... I'm glad you didn't yell at me, though. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I thought it was a funny miss. I thought it was right. I had no idea. Sophie's choice. That's should have been it. Right. Yes. All right. You ready for my bet the rent here? Yeah. Let's do yours. 
All right, so I've got the hockey bet the rent back. Thank God All-Star Weekend is over. We're, I was all done with that. Um, let's do an, uh, a Canadian, um, an all-Canadian victory um, uh, bet the rent. So first, we have the Maple Leafs going up against the Senators. Now, if you think you look at these two teams, which team do you think normally would be the better team? Toronto. They are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. The Senators are 6-2-2. Two and two. I have Senators plus one and a half in this game. Uh, Maple Leafs looked kind of iffy against the Islanders. They beat up Dallas last night. Yeah, but they're inconsistent. The Senators have been rolling. I take Senators plus one and a half. Um, They might lose the game, but um, I think it's going to be a close game. The next one, I said an all-Canadian team's victory. Um, Um... Parlay. The Jets over the Penguins. Both teams have been floundering lately. I think the Jets find it against Pittsburgh at home on Saturday evening. Then I have the Oilers beating the Kings. The Kings have been reeling. The Oilers just had their 16-game winning streak snapped um, in their last game against the Golden Knights of all teams. Um, And so I have the Oilers beating the Kings. Um... Two money lines and a plus one and a half there. Nice, simple, easy parlay. Nice, simple, easy is not. Well, it might be. It might be how you're going to describe mine. So mine, I was telling Nick before we wanted to wait because I am an all-time flip-flopper. We've said this previously with my uh, love and hate back-to-back weeks for Brock Purdy. So my bet the rent, right? It's a nine-legger. You're thinking, oh, God, there's not a chance this is going to hit. Oh, my God, this is crazy. Relax, okay? <laughs> it's a nine-legger. It's automatic, no. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. Debo, over 50 receiving. Kelsey, over 50 receiving. McCaffrey, over 50 rushing. Pacheco, over 50 rushing. Mahomes over 200, Purdy over 175. And now this is where it gets sloppy because I think if you take, let's say, however many units you're betting, let's use $10 for an example. I think you take 20. You you put this parlay in with the Chiefs money line and with the Niners money line, and you're winning money either way. So that's mine. I think you can you can place two bets. With the same exact legs, except switch out the Chiefs money line and the 49ers money line. I don't like that Debo one. The Debo were 50 receiving? Yeah. He had like 200 last week. I got a problem with that. Explain. I got a problem with that. That's going to be the one that you think is the slam dunk. Chris, I hope the first play from scrimmage, he goes for 75. That's 74 and a McCaffrey punch it in. That is just what happens in these parlays. You hit eight legs, and the one that was supposed to be a lock doesn't hit. Oh, excuse me. There I had the go. hiccups there. That was fun. My uh, the odds for these, if you use the Niners money line, it's plus seventeen sixty six. That's actually not that bad. It's not. I told you. And then if you do the uh, Chiefs, I'm preparing for tip off via FanDuel Sportsbook. Sponsor us, please, and thank you. Um, if you do the Chiefs money line, that is going to put you at 
Oh, now it's a plus fifteen forty one. It's gone down since I've started this. So, well, when when Nick puts the graphic up, we'll uh, we'll figure out whatever the odds are. But they're good. Spend ten bucks, win a hundred on on some easy legs, alternate alternate yards. Mm. I think I think sometimes you just need a win. So I think we just lay down and I think we just lay down and do this. I agree, and you know what? That's why I've also made a lock this week. This one is a simple one. It's as simple as it gets, and you know what? I changed my strategy this week. I've been following my heart too much. This week, I followed what what my brain, and my okay. brain is telling me that Patrick Mahomes is gonna have a game, and the Chiefs are also gonna have a game. So Patrick Mahomes is going over twenty five and a half rushing yards. Oh, show. Third down and long, he's always running. It's going to happen. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, under 90 and a half rushing yards. That is a... And you know what? Like I said, I'm. If, first of all, if I'm the Chiefs, that's my main focus of the game. And you saw what they did against the Ravens last week. They let up no rushing yards. Zero. The Ravens ran the ball nine times. And Lamar yeah, why? Like five because the, because the Chiefs are blitzing every single play. Yeah, but I think the I think the Niners I think the Niners have a better run game because the the Chiefs or the the Ravens they had no other options outside of Lamar and Flowers. If you start blitzing, let's say you're blitzing off the corners, you have your nickel corners blitzing. Well, they're going to hit Ayuk over the middle. Yeah. Or if you blitz your linebackers, you're going to be able to slip McCaffrey. I think. I think the team construction is just too tough. I think McCaffrey's too good. Yeah, but you only have him over 50. I just want to win, brother. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I have him under 90. He's not put him 90 against this Chiefs defense. That absolutely shut down the run game of one of the best rushing teams in the league last last week. Then I got the Kansas City Chiefs money line. I don't want to, but I do. And then I have under 47 for the total. Uh, a lot of the games in the playoffs have been low scoring. A lot of the Chiefs games have been low scoring. A lot of the 49ers games have been low scoring. I don't see this game going over 47. Wow. Really good defenses on both sides. I like that. I mean, I think that one's a lock. So that's going to land you at about plus 1,700. So we're right around the same. Yeah. So yeah. Bet with us. We're not betting against each other. We really, we, we really aren't. I mean, unless McCaffrey has to get between 50 and 90 to be within our range, but. Yeah. I think that's a good bet. Yeah. I think it's a solid bet, yeah. yeah. But I think McCaffrey will end up in the high seventies for the game. I think you're right around I think that's right. Right around that. Which would get you both in there. No, I I mean it could have been way worse. You could have done way worse. Neither of them are like, Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Yeah. My my last one was the only thing I missed was the Ravens game, I missed the Lamar touchdowns. The other ones hit, and then um, for the Niners games, or for the Niners games, the only thing that missed was um, Jameer Gibbs seventy-five combined. I had everything else right. There you go. What do you think? Let's grind it up. <laughs> I'll start if you'd like. Go for it. Because you're gonna hate yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a discussion because I need to hear this. Okay, so you were uh, absolutely destroying All Star Weekend. I told Nikki. Uh, Nikki knows. That's why there's a smirk developing. You destroyed All-Star Weekend. My Grammys grinder has nothing to do with an athlete and everything to do 
with an absolute rocket. Oh, no. My Grammys grinder That's is not a grinder. Is Tate McRae. No. Why is it Tate McRae? It's a woman in a hockey jersey, bro. No, no, no. That's not a grinder. That is a dissipate. It's a veto. Okay, you're going to veto it? No. We can veto this. Producers overruled. <laughs> it's my set. It's based off of our Grammy. <laughs> Would Grammy approve of this? Yes. Tate Mc- she's all for equality and feminism. No, she's not. <laughs> she wanted to have she wanted to have dinner ready for her husband every day. She said it was a woman's job. Listen, listen. I told mom. I literally told mom yesterday. <laughs> I am not a Tate McCurry fan. I do not like her music. I think it's cringy. I think it's weird. I think she tries too hard. However, she has made strides to go from an underground artist to performing at the NHL All-Star Game. Oh, big deal. What do you mean, big deal? I mean, I know the NHL All-Star Game is trash, but... Nikki, thanks for having She's my- up there with Justin Bieber. Thank you for having my back on this, well, Nikki. You finally spoke and made me uh, yeah, the yeah, I made the go up. Thank you for having my back on this, but I only picked her because she looked really hot. That's about yeah. it. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. I'll take her because she's made strides in the music business. That I will take. I don't do the because she's hot in a hockey jersey. It has nothing to do with sports or hey, spaghetti. Hey, come on, she ain't bad looking though. This is neither here nor there, you know, is it? It's 6-2, by the way. What is going on with the Lightning yeah. tonight? That's Why just... are they letting the Islanders score? Nick, it'll be 6-6. Six, six, Honestly, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way the Lightning season has gone, though. To be honest, back to, uh, back to sports. And... Yeah, yeah um, and? <laughs> but, no. He's had a rough show tonight. Yeah, i got to be honest. honest. He has, yeah. I really don't disagree. I really haven't disagreed with Ant uh, this week no, at I've all. Just had a, I've just had a problem. You have. I've got a stick up my butt this week for you, some reason. You do. You do. I've had a great week. I really have. It's been lovely. I love Ant. He's a great friend. He's got a great haircut. I, it's just been a problem. Yeah, the glazing is insane right now. <laughs> he threw the glazing in. Insane. He threw the word glazing in. That's a Nikki special. All right, go ahead. I, I don't hate the Tame McRae, but my uh, Grammys grinder of uh, the week is none other than. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> say something before I say this. <laughs> I don't know the last time I've heard a Grammys grinder from the Premier League. Oh, I've thrown them in there all the time. Uh, well, I don't remember the last time. So, <laughs> I, oh wait, no, it's usually Leicester, and they're not in the Premier League. So exactly. So I'm going with Pedro Neto. From the Wolverhampton from Wolves, and um, the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yes, um, he has had an incredible season. Last season, he started thirteen games. He had zero goals, zero assists, ten shots, two hundred ninety-one passes, and that's it. That that was his season last year. This season, he's had two goals. And eight assists in 13 games. He's put a point up in almost every game this season. He's had 418 passes in the same amount of starts so far this season. And because of that, where have the Wolves landed themselves this year? In 10th place. That's a pretty big deal for that team. The Wolves have been under 14th place the last couple seasons. Yes. This season, 10th place. They're making it happen. And Pedro Neto is a big reason for that, and that's why he's my Grammy's. I love that week. pick, Nick. That's fantastic, yep. especially because, like you said, the Wolves 
are a middling team this yeah. year after being pretty bad yeah. the last couple of yeah. years. I mean, it was great that they came up when they did and too. And they're surviving. To to be fair, yeah. them, they've been they've survived tenth place. Uh, yeah, they've survived some bad years. Yeah, but... I mean, we just saw. Last season, yeah. Leicester not survived yeah. a bad year. So the Wolves m- made it up, and they, after a really good season there, and they've survived, and now now they're doing well. Honestly, it looks like they're turning a, a new leaf. So. That's great. All right, this is a selfish Grammys grinder of the week, and it's a grinder. There she is. There she is, McRae. There she is in that horrible jersey. She looks good in it. She looks good in it. It's a bad jersey. Tate, love to have you on the show. Uh, 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 sure. I think she would have to be checked at the door. I don't think I don't think my wife would let her in the house respectfully. That might be that might be seen as some kind of threat. <laughs> well, uh, come on, listen. My Grammy's Grinder of the Week. Yeah, that's right. Take the smirk right off your face. My Grammy's Grinder of the Week is... Don't laugh at me, please. Patty Wah is my Grammy's Grinder of the Week. I've been waiting to talk about this guy. Forget the Super Bowl. Forget Taylor Swift. Forget Tate McRae. Forget Nikita Kucherov. Patty Wah is my Grammy's Grinder of the Week. Not because he's 2-1-2... It is uh or two two and one I should say since taking over the Islanders five games ago. It's because of the way he's changed that team already. How they're out shooting every team. The Lightning have nine shots on goal through two periods. Anthony Panthony, the Islanders' identity is changing because of this man. I trust him. They just beat the Leafs. They swept the season series with the Leafs thanks to Patty Wah and um. Pajama Boy was sent packing for the third straight time. I love when he loses. Boy, do I love when he loses. There's nothing better than watching his angry face skate off the ice after a loss to his old team. Get him out of here. Patty Wah, he made a great quote when Bo Horvat stood up for uh, Matt Barzell getting decked. I don't think it was an illegal hit, but he got hit hard, and Horvat stood up for him, which is something the Islanders don't do. Despite having Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck on the team, you'd think that they have some heart. They lack heart. <laughs> They've got no heart. There's nary a heart to be found. Uh, and and I do mean corazón. A1 ventricle. Not, <laughs> not an aorta. <laughs> not a ventricle. Not a chamber. Paddy Wah said... Some people are eagles, some people are... No, no. He said there are eagles and there are ducks. Be an eagle. Bo Horvat was an eagle. That was a great quote. It was turned into a meme within the Islanders' uh, world. Uh, and I'm just going to give him his flowers, as Anthony says. Patty Waugh, Grammy's Grinder of the Week. Grammy would approve of that one because he was a goalie, like her grandson. She would. And she would approve of yours, too. I don't know if she'd approve of Tate. If she thought she was pretty. That's true. Yeah, yeah no, that's true. If she thought she was pretty, she, she'd approve. If she thought she was pretty, which she probably would, she would, she would, she would go to, she would jump in front of a bus for people she thought were pretty. Like, she loved Katy Perry. Hey, hey, 
she all she loved Gwen Stefani too, but she also what? loved um the music I would play. So if I put Tay McRae in the car, she she'd be about it. Like she's like Tyga. Swear to God, she's like Tyga. Chris Brown. <laughs> this is she's not made God. up. Who hey. made your playlist? I hate women. I used to play this song "Ao" all the time by Chris Brown featuring Tyga, and I swear to God, she loved that song. I, to God. I hate she women. Right now. She, she's looking down in the playroom, going "Ao." Wow! And that wraps up. Yet another episode of Sports and Spaghetti. Um, I'm Chris. Over there is Nikki. And over there is Anthony. I think we've had a great time tonight. I had a lot of fun tonight. I missed a lot of it, but it was a good time. (laughs) You weren't here for half the show, but it was still good. I was fighting for my life. (laughs) Are you better now? I'm better now. I think it was the lunch. I think it was my lunch. It could, well, it couldn't have been the dinner. No. Because we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> and if he's, if Nick is fine, then it really isn't the dinner. Yeah. You were fighting it. That's all right. But it's it feels much better that you're, that you're I'm good. I'm great. Now. It's a great time. It's, Sab kept wanting to brush her teeth. Melissa was like, please wait. Just please, please wait. <laughs> Don't go in there. Do not. Oh, man. Anyway, this has been Sports and Spaghetti. Follow us on Instagram at Sports and Spaghetti Pod and on TikTok at Sports and Spag Pod. We're going to get the videos up of Nick trying stuff. Uh, we're going to get the Bet the Rent up, uh, and the episode is going to be posted uh, up there. You'll hear it. That's on Nikki. That's all on Nikki. Uh, Nikki's the guy. Um, Anthony, take us home. All right. For Aunt Chris and Nikki. This has been Sports and Spaghetti. As always, hug your loved ones, simp a little bit for Tate McRae. Mm. And as always, stay full.